When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Good morning, everyone. Welcome along to World Cups in a nutshell on this Thursday morning. It's the 3rd of November, 2022. Broadcasting through SEN 1170 in Sydney, SENQ 693am in Queensland and SEN 1620am on the Gold Coast. Daniel Pedgrew with you for the next hour before breakfast this morning with Joel and Brandy Joel Kane in the chair for Vossi, who we're going to have a chat with in just a second, who's calling uh, the game, uh, the Dularoos game, coming up in about 90 minutes. And then he's going to be hosting Drive a little later on uh, today. So we'll have a chat with him about that. So uh, Joel and also Brandy for breakfast for you this morning. A list is through Queensland. You'll take the first hour of that and then Patton Heels from 6 a.m. local time. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is our open line number. You can text 0457 736 736. Big show, Vossi in just a second. Plus, go to have a chat with Chris Perkins in America. Been a pretty big uh, 24 or so hours in the United States. So we'll have a chat with him as well. Uh, but for now, let's get on with the show. It's now time for a Rugby League World Cup update. And we will get to some of the hot topics of the day. But firstly, let's cross to a lovely part of England, York, where Andrew Voss is on the line of head of calling the Gillaroos in action against the Cook Islands. Vossy, morning to you. Uh, yeah, good morning, good evening. A little noisy because the uh, just as you dropped the New Zealand and France uh, women's teams running back out on for the second half. Yeah, as you say, beautiful city of York. Um, mind you, the weather is a little inclement. This is the first time really that I've struck bad weather over here. Uh, blow the hair off a hippie uh, tonight. Uh, very wet. And now that we've come off the daylight saving, mm. that's it. It's, it's pitch black at before five o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, but as for the stadium itself... I think the perfect, absolutely perfect theatre for this uh, Women's World Cup for the Australian team. This is their, where they are based. It's an 8,500-seat stadium, brand spanking new, only opened in February last year, as you can hear by the crowd. There's a, a pretty vocal turnout at this point. It's a double-header tonight, and Australia Cook Islands are uh, game number two. Yeah, New Zealand at the moment, that second half just about to get underway, leading France 20 points nil. Vossi, fair to say Australia very heavy favourites in this competition? Oh, absolutely. Um, the uh, Things have changed since the first Women's World Cup. This is the sixth Women's World Cup, and New Zealand won the first three. Australia have won the last two, mm. and the beaten finalists um, in 2008. They are raging hot favourites. As good as New Zealand may be, Mm. um, and as impressive as England was against Brazil, I think there are a fair few runs of the ladder down behind an Australian side, which, which, to be fair, it has prospered from the establishment of the NRLW, Mm. um, State of Origin Rugby League, the focus and the and the effort we put into women's rugby league in Australia. I think we've you know we've left our competitors behind. Mm. They're trying their best, but Australia's just fast-track the development of our of our female athletes in rugby league. 
Yeah, and I think what's uh, fantastic, and we've spoken about the uh, Old, Old Trafford Day, the, the final of the Men's World Cup, but of course the Women's World Cup is going to be played on the same day as part of a double header. So you'd yeah. be expecting, uh, I know you said the other day, 55,000 odd tickets sold already. They'll be getting a very big crowd in there early in a couple of weeks' time as well. Oh, Dan, look, if, if England was to make the men's final, yep. uh, put yourself out for 75,000, even though there's a bit of drama around ticket prices and all that, I'd have to think they'd, they'd um, get as many as they did last time when it was Australia and New Zealand when they played over here in 2013. I, you know, I think they'd have the 75,000. And, of course, then the women's being played before the men's, what, what a thrill um, for our team. So Australia will play New Zealand in a pool game. Yep. But then, then, they, then they swap over to opposite sides of the draw uh, and it would likely be England versus New Zealand in the semi-final on the other side of the draw. Australia might play PNG in the semi-finals. Well, they'll sweep past PNG with mm. greatest of respect. And Australia will definitely be in the final one way or the other. Yeah, going to be very, very interesting. Just before we let you go, just a quick question uh, around Australia's men's team, of course, in action on Saturday morning Australian time against Lebanon. Squad has been named. Now, both Nathan Cleary and Daly Cherry Evans in there, but surely uh, everyone thinking he is going to go with Nathan Cleary now. Yeah, well, you know, I I feel like a broken record. Brandy's (laughs) probably feels the same. Mm. Uh, Joel Cain will feel the same. You know, this is the World Cup. Yeah. This is a quarterfinal tradition series. You're trying to win the World Cup. You're playing your best side this week, and that same side will play the semifinal, and that same side will play the final. Mm. Your best side should be together for the, the final stage of the competition. So come on now, make a decision, mate. Make a decision. Yeah, he does need to, and we'll probably have a chat tomorrow morning on the show to preview that big weekend. Speaking of big, you've got a very busy, what, 24 hours. You're calling the game in 90 minutes, then you're doing the run home uh, with Fletch, and then you're back on breakfast in 24 hours' time. Yes, it is interesting. Um, Mm. I I just asked the taxi driver out, because the ground here is about 20, 25 minutes from the centre of York, and it's wet here tonight, and there's traffic, so I... I walked a bit of the way and then hopped in a cab once I cleared the city. Mm. I said, what's the chances of getting a cab? Because I've got a 10.30 train back to Manchester tonight, my time, yep. uh, to get in after midnight, mm. to get up at 2.30 to do the 4 a.m. show, mm. um, and then back up. So on the same day UK time, I've got six hours of Australian radio. I'm up to it, Dan. I know. I, I haven't got an earache mm. if you go down to Charlie Goodfellow. <laughs> There's no earache here, buddy. Well, um, I I'll, I'll turn up. I haven't seen Charlie Goodsir in the building yet either, so nah, I don't know, right. uh, don't know what's going on hey, with that year. Hey, listen, wh- one thing too, I'll be able to report to our audience, uh, not for this week, but um, actually got the green light today uh, to go into Old Trafford mm. on uh, Friday morning UK time. So, um, you know, get, get access to the ground mm. and walk around. We've been given two hours slot, Very do good. a little bit of filming for Fox League and the fan and things like that. So... Uh, I'll take lots of, lots of happy snaps from Old Trafford, the Theatre of Dreams. Yeah, it should be good at only a couple of weeks until that World Cup final as well at Old Trafford. Looking forward to it. Fossey, enjoy uh, the game later on tonight, your time, and we'll have a chat again tomorrow. Uh, yes, yeah, so and I've been to Halifax today too. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very exciting day of travel on the uh, trains. The train strikes kick in this weekend. Lovely. And um, it just becomes, to quote uh, uh, famous uh, French philosopher, Elia, 
uh, it's going to be a shit show. Less shit show uh, from uh, here on in for the next seven days. Less shit show. Brilliant. Very, yep. very good. And I did notice the three pigeons whilst it was closed. You seemed quite disappointed by that. Wow, that, that's ridiculous. I had 3 p.m. opening time and I, and I had a three o'clock trip out there. I stopped there, but went to one of the great old rugby league grounds um, in Halifax. Mm. Uh, very good to go down there, the home of the Panthers, not the Penrith Panthers, the Halifax Panthers. Mm. Um, yeah, great part of the world. Very scenic. And I think if our listeners can tune in any way they can and watch uh, the Australian team play this morning, I think they'll be pretty impressed at the venue they're going to see. Sounds good. And if you could do something about those train strikes in the next week before I get over there, oh, that would what? be really good as well. Have a word with someone. Oh, seriously. Seriously. What are you going to do? I mean, which, you know, it's just... I Don't ever complain about any dramas on the Australian trains once you've been over here. When it runs, it's sensational. Mm. When it's bad, it is horrible. Truly a nightmare. Can't wait. Uh, thank you, Vossi. We'll speak to you tomorrow. No problem. Andrew Voss on the line there from York. And, yes, he will be along with Fletch a little later on today with the run home. Joel Kane in for Vossi uh, for breakfast this morning in just under, under an hour's time with Brandy. And just on that as well, New Zealand 24. They are leading France nil. That's six minutes into the, first, uh, into the second half there and the Australian game between the Cook Islands. Uh, the breakfast shows will keep you up to date with this one. That kicks off at 6.30 a.m. 6.30 a.m. And as we say, that all leads into the World Cup finals um, with the Women's World Cup final uh, uh, and then the Men's World Cup final in a couple of weeks' time at Old Trafford. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is our open line number. You can text 0457 736 736. I will run you through that Australian squad a bit later on that Mel Meninga has named. It was interesting tonight, and hopefully he's all right, uh, in the article that I was reading. Uh, he wasn't at training yesterday um, with some uh, some illness. Hopefully he's all right and back on deck for this weekend. We'll go through that shortly. It is nine past five in New South Wales, nine past four in Queensland. The Hot Topic, thanks to Rain. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rain. Yeah, does your hot water need replacing? Get one that's steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ring just before a break. And on the other side of the break, we'll chat to Chris Perkins. A couple of things I want to get your feedback on today. I was having a discussion on Melbourne Cup Day uh, with a friend of mine. Um, and it's an interesting question. Very hard to pin it down. But on one three hundred oh one eleven seventy open line or text 0457 736 736, your favourite sports person of all time. Now... That's a very tricky one because you could have favourite ones from different sports. But your favourite sports person of all time, and I'll be interested on the text line or on the open line as well if we get the same person more than once. Your favourite sports person of all time. Who is it? one three hundred oh one eleven seventy 1170 open line number, or you can text 0457-736-736. Favourite sports person of all time. And also, just away from uh, World Cups, just for a second, the NRL, interested to get your take on this. This is in the Sydney Morning Herald this morning. They're considering introducing a new pre-season competition that would also involve Super League champion St. Helens uh, for points and prize money. And now, we've heard this has been rumoured for a little while, but... The initiative is a chance of being introduced as soon as next year and would provide an unexpected first opportunity of the game's newest franchise, the Dolphins, to compete for cash and silverware. The venture is also an opportunity to commercialise the trial period, ramp up broadcaster interest um, and rival what the AFL does. Now, 
There are multiple a multitude of factors the NRL is considering before deciding whether the event officially goes ahead, including whether a planned competition game in the United States will kick off the season proper. However, there is a strong desire for a structured and meaningful build-up to an NRL season for the first time since the Tui's Challenge, which ran in the early 1990s. So League Power Brokers, they are convinced there would be strong fan interest in the tournament, particularly given the strong audience numbers generated this year. So if you cast your mind back to the start of the season, which seems like a long time ago now, but every trial match was broadcast on Fox League. Um, and there was strong interest in it. I think a lot of people watched it. Um, now, I always find pre-season games a little interesting because you really want some rugby league. You haven't seen rugby league most years since uh, October, November. This year, a bit different with the World Cup going deep into November. But there's obviously going to be interest there, but... Usually, apart from matches, obviously, like the Charity Shield, there's not a heap of interest in what the results are. But would a pre-season tournament with prize money, with a trophy, make you more interested in watching it? Uh, English champion, Super League champion St. Helens would also be invited to compete, meaning there would be 18 participants uh, once the Dolphins are, of course, factored in. It would allow the Super League champions to test themselves in a meaningful way outside the traditional World Club Challenge while providing a first opportunity for Wayne Bennett's team to build a fan following and work on player accommodations in a competitive way. So the bowl venture, it will be another logistical challenge for the NRL in what is already shaping as the most complex draw in its history uh, due to a lot of factors. The World Cup, obviously, we've gone on at the moment, a potential US game, the All-Stars fixture, and the unavailability of several venues for a long period due to the FIFA Women's World Cup. They're all uh, complicating factors. Then there's the potential of the season being extended to 27 rounds, requiring each team to have three buy rounds. So the Rugby League Players Association will be keen to ensure all players still receive adequate annual leave and that five-day turnarounds are kept to a minimum. Uh, we've obviously had the nines in the past, although COVID seems to have uh, put a halt to that. Um and we're still waiting on a final decision as well as whether the U.S. game goes ahead next year or is postponed until 2024. Now, we know South Sydney opted not to participate last year, citing a lack of planning time, but Manly remain keen, as do the Roosters and the Storm. So your thoughts on this. Would you like to see a pre-season, a meaningful pre-season NRL trial period with cash, with trophies, um, and would you go along to some of the matches? Now, Fox League, I imagine, I don't know, but I imagine they'd be showing all the trials regardless again next year, uh, as it was very successful this year. But would you be more inclined to watch and would you be more inclined to go along if it meant something, if you could win a trophy, if you could, if your team could win money? Uh, what do you think? one three hundred oh one eleven seventy our open line number. Or you can send a text 0457 736 736. Look, I don't mind it. I think... In my opinion, I'd definitely be watching it if it meant something. Now, I don't really remember the old days of the Tui's Challenge beforehand in the early 1990s. But I, look, I think it's a good idea. Um, and I think sometimes, as I said before a few minutes ago, I think sometimes people look at pre-season matches, trial matches, and you just don't want your players to get injured, your star players to get injured. But I like the idea of a pre-season tournament, two, three games maybe. Over a three-week period. Uh, interesting. 0457 736 736, our text number. You can call the open line, one 1170 Would you like to see a pre-season tournament 
in the NRL. 1-300-01-1170, the open line. You can text 0457-736-736. Also, your favorite sports person of all time, any sport, any era. 0457-736-736 or 1-300-01-1170. We've had 53 minutes gone in that game between New Zealand and France, and it is New Zealand now leading France 30 points to nil. We'll take a break. On the other side of this, we're going to cross to America, have a chat with Chris Perkins, get the latest there. It is quarter past five in New South Wales, quarter past four in Queensland. Break and back with more. We will update you on the T20 World Cup a little later on in the show. Another big uh, night of cricket last night in the Women's Rugby League World Cup. New Zealand have scored another try. Uh, about 23, 22 and a half minutes left in this match. And it's New Zealand 34 leading France nil. We've got Australia and the Cook Islands coming up in just over an hour's time from now. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is our open line number. You can text 0457-736-736. Asking you this morning, your favourite sports person of all time. And also the NRL, they're considering introducing a new pre-season competition for points and prize money. Would you like it? Would you lo- would, would you be more inclined to go? Uh, you probably watch it, but would you be more inclined to go um, and watch some of these matches if they do do that next year? one three hundred oh one eleven seventy the open line number, or you can text 0457-736-736. past five in New South Wales, 21 past four in Queensland. Let us cross now to the United States of America. Speak to Chris Perkins. Where do we find you this morning, Chris? Just outside St. Louis, Missouri, uh, make, about to make a delivery of chocolate. Ooh, ooh. Now, hang on, hang on, hang on. What kind of chocolate are you delivering? It, it is it is Hershey products. I think it's uh, I think it's Twix, but I'd have to look at the paper. You haven't, but, yeah, ha- I have a lot of chocolate in the back right now. You haven't stolen any of it or anything like that? No, uh, the product that I picked up in Pennsylvania a couple of days ago, it is fully intact. That is that is what he's gotten into the trailer since I picked it up. That is very good self-discipline, Chris. That's very very uh, it is. It is. It is. All right, lots to talk about in the world of sports. Uh big weekend of course coming up, but firstly, you wanted some music to talk about this. What's the latest about Steve Nash? And I'll have this song just playing underneath you because this is what you request and what you request you get. Uh Steve Nash, what's the latest there, Chris? Well, well, just go ahead and play the intro because a soap opera needs a proper intro. So please go right ahead. Can I tell you something? I've never, <laughs> I've never watched Days of Our Lives ever. You're not a fan, are you? Oh, oh, I, I am not. But it does take me back to my childhood mm. uh, because my grandmother was watched it daily. Daily, yeah. I just so, uh, no. When I, you know, yeah. I, I was, I, I, I. I Got stuck watching it a lot of days because when I stayed with my grandmother, because it, it was a daily watch for her. She had to watch her soap operas. No offense, back in the 80s, no so. offense to you, Chris, but I've never got into the American soap operas. I think that's Australian and England soap operas better than the American ones. But anyway, uh, really, really got sidetracked. <laughs> What's going on with Steve yeah. Nash? Soap opera in, in Brooklyn. That should probably be their theme song the mm. rest of the season. Uh, Steve Nash was fired. And remember, over the summer, Kevin Durant was making noise about wanting the, the, the coach, Steve Nash, as well as the general manager of the Nets fired, or he wasn't going to play for him. Well, mm-hmm. obviously, that threat rang kind of hollow. But, you know, so I mean, we've got every element of a soap opera. We've got palace intrigue. We've got power plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of rich, spoiled people wanting to get their way. 
and we we are apparently going to be introducing a new uh, cast member to this soap opera, mm. so we get the sex so we get the sex scandal involved because uh, sources are saying are telling uh, ESPN's uh, Woj he dropped a Woj bomb mm. uh, last night uh, that they're finalizing a contract to bring in suspended Boston Celtics coach Ime Udoka as the new head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, of course, Udoka. Uh, during the off season, very late in the off season, was suspended for the season by by the um, how do I put this? Uh, dipping his pen in the company ink well. Not nicely put. Yes. All right. I can see why. I can see. <laughs> I can see why it is a uh, soap opera, Chris. Yeah, and, and, and the Nets, of course. You got the whole Kyrie Irving stuff. You got Ben Simmons. Uh, you've got Kevin Durant. Uh, it, it's a mess there. They lost last night, 108-99, mm. to fall to 2-6, and six, lost to the Bulls last night. It's just a mess in Brooklyn. And, you know, of course, bringing in Udoka as the new head coach, it's not like the the uh, media speculation and the media the media storm and frenzy around this team is going to subside anytime soon. All right, very interesting. You'll keep us up to date with that one. Uh, what's the latest on the World Series? Uh, World Series, wow, what a performance last night by the Philadelphia Phillies. Game three uh, was postponed from the night before because of rain. They played it last night. Uh, Bryce Harper, his first home World Series game in his career, he did not disappoint. The first pitch he saw from Lance McCullers, deposited over the right center field wall for a two-run home run. The Phillies were off to the races. Five home runs last night for the Phils. They lead the series two games to one after a 7 nothing win over the Astros. The, the series, uh, I, I still like Houston to win the series. I did tip the Phillies to win last night, though, because I you know, because of the, the – Home, home crowd that uh, the home crowd was a frenzy last night, and it didn't subside whatsoever all night last night uh, there at Citizens Bank Park. But uh, I still like the Astros, but man, this is going to be a great World Series. Game four is tonight. Mm. Uh, I'm tipping Houston to even the series back up, by the way, uh, because I really want to see this thing go all the way, go all the way to seven games. All right, yeah, that would be very good as well. And it's interesting. I think one of them was washed out uh, the other day, and they played it on the day after. There's yep. been a lot of talk uh, here about the T20 Cricket World Cup that we've got on at the moment, and we've had a lot of rain around Australia, and a lot of the games have been uh, cancelled because, obviously, you can't play cricket in the rain. Um, and it's good to see a sport that you can play. You can just go the next day instead of having washed out matches. And some of these uh games that have been cancelled because of the rain in the T20 World Cup. We'll have to wait and see, but may well have an effect on uh, where teams finish. Um, uh, yeah, I think mm-hmm. there has to be probably a better way uh, to do it, like have a backup day or maybe, you know, play play catch-up, have some reserve days at the back end of the tournament before the knockout stages. That seems much more logical than how you guys do it over there with the World Series seems much more logical than just completely cancelling matches, Chris. Yeah, we play uh, in the regular season. They don't do this in the postseason, mm. but the regular season, they'll, they'll play double headers. Yeah. So yeah. If there's a game that's washed out one day, they'll they'll move it to the next day. They'll play two games on that one day. So I, I don't know how logical that would be for a for a tournament like the Cricket World Cup. Mm. Uh, but yeah, have some reserve days instead of you know instead of uh, 
just canceling the game and sharing the points because that has an impact certainly in a group stage. And what happens when we get to the knockout stage? What happens if, mm. a, if the World Cup final yep. gets washed out? Yeah, well, yeah. I, I imagine, I don't know for sure, I imagine there might be a reserve day for the World Cup, the T20 World Cup final. But like, with T20 cricket, we'll get back to uh, American sport in a minute, but with T20 cricket, well, we've had double headers here over the past couple of weeks because it only goes, what a match goes for, what, three, three and a half hours. So you can do the double headers. And I think uh, Greg Alexander, uh, one half of our breakfast show in Sydney, said yesterday that, you know, maybe have some catch-up days in that last week before the knockout uh tournament begins the knockout stages of the tournament begins because it just yeah it's just a little silly and you're right what if a semi-final or a final is washed down and it rains for a couple of days which uh, having looked at australian mm-hmm. weather over the past uh, few months looks like it could quite possibly happen anyway it's a weird situation hopefully it doesn't happen uh tell us about the nfl trade deadline yeah uh trade deadline was yesterday 4 p.m u.s eastern time uh and it was it wound up being, and I'll be generous when I say this, crazy. Okay. Did ten trades yesterday in the hours leading up to the, to the to the deadline. Mm. Uh, one of those teams that were sitting on their hands the entire day, uh, that would be the Green Bay Packers, and Aaron Rodgers may be the most hacked off man in America right now mm. because if there was one team that needed to, needed to maybe make a trade for a wide receiver, didn't do it. Um, we did, we did have a, a couple of big trades. We had Bradley Chubb get traded from Denver to Miami. Chase Claypool, wide receiver, could have been used in Green Bay. No, he went to their division rival Chicago mm. uh, in a trade. Uh, and also TJ Hawkinson, a tight end, pass catcher. Green Bay could have used him. Uh, they went to another division rival called the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, so, yeah, the the – uh, Packers division rivals, they were involved in trades. The Packers said, nah, we'll just pass on that. There's nothing we need to do here. So, uh, but, the, but the trade deadline's passed, so pretty much all the rosters are now set. There will be you know, teams that waive players and sign free agents, uh, typically when injuries crop up. But uh, these are the last major roster moves for the, for the rest of the NFL season. Perfect. Awesome. And finally, what's the latest on the college football playoff rankings? Yeah, the rankings, the first official rankings from the committee came out yesterday. A couple of surprises. Tennessee, number one, not really a surprise. Ohio State being number two, I'm slightly surprised. I was thinking Georgia would be in that number two slot. Instead, they're at number three. Mm. And the biggest surprise to me was Michigan, who was undefeated at number five and with some really impressive wins this year. They got knocked out of the top four by Clemson, who is also undefeated, but has had a lot more struggles in a weaker conference than, than Michigan had. Now, everything will get sorted out by the end of the season because Saturday, Tennessee will play Georgia. Whoever wins that game will be the slam bang number one next week. And then two days after Thanksgiving, the end of this month, uh, Ohio State plays host to Michigan, which will be a massive rivalry game, and and, and that'll – that one of them will wind up being in the top four. And, you know, Clemson, they've got the rest of their conference schedule. Ultimately, this will all be sorted out. But there, there's a lot, of, a lot of jaws that were dropping last night when, when they saw these rankings, especially Clemson sitting at number four instead of Michigan. All right. Very, very interesting. Now, we've got one more chat next Tuesday morning before uh, I take a little bit of leave. I'm looking forward to it. I'm expecting you to bring your best performance next Tuesday, Chris. 
Well, I, I will certainly do my best. I, I, I do have to send you off to off to the UK properly. Yeah. So I will I will do my best. I will bring it on Tuesday. I got several days to plan this out. Thank you. And just quickly, thank you. Several days. Yes, I expect you to be taking uh, notes. Just quickly, what's the highlight we should be looking at for the NFL this coming weekend? If there are any matches that really stand out? Oh, let me see. Quickly looking at the schedule, mm. just a quick and dirty look at it as soon as I get it pulled up. Uh, we got Philly playing tomorrow in on Thursday night football. They're playing at Houston. Nothing to really see there. What jumps out at me? Tennessee, Kansas City interests me. That's the Sunday night game. Mm. Um, what else? Uh, Buffalo and the New York Jets. How real are the Jets? We're going to find out more about them coming up on Sunday when they play Buffalo. All right. Cool. Perfect. Thank you. We'll review it all on Tuesday morning. We'll chat then. Chris, have a good weekend. You too. Chris Perkins in the United States joins me each and every week on a Tuesday and a Thursday. We'll chat with him again next Tuesday. And, yeah, should make mention. I've mentioned it over the past couple of days. Uh, I'm on tomorrow and then Tuesday, and then I'm off for – about five and a bit weeks. Um, Alex Mokchinov, who you'll hear on the Global Game, he's part of uh, Morning Glory as well. He does a lot of things here at SEN. He'll be filling in for me at least for the first couple of weeks uh, before we get into the Football World Cup. So he'll be on air from Wednesday morning. So the show will continue as normal. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. our open line number. You can text 0457-736-736. We do that cross for Makita. This season, Makita is helping you rule the outdoors just before a break and then to some of the other news we'll update you on the T20 World Cup as well. This from Yeovil Treeman on the text line 0457 736 736 he says, hi Dan, as you said, have uh, multiple favourite sports stars. Yeah, asking your favourite sports stars uh, on the show this morning across the multitude of sports and across the generations. Uh, in the end can't really split Ian Thorpe and Shane Warne as being the ones I was most in awe of particularly in regard to how they stood out in their particular field. Yeah, you'll never forget Ian Thorpe in the Sydney 2000 Olympics in particular. Thank you, Yeovil Treeman. 11 and a half minutes left in that game between New Zealand and France in the Rugby League Women's World Cup, and it is New Zealand 34. They are leading France nil. New Zealand 34, France nil. Vossi, when we spoke to him a bit earlier on, mentioned the weather. Uh, he said to me the other day, it hasn't been too cold there yet, Looks very cold there and raining at the moment in York. And I believe they call all their matches outside. So I hope he brought a jacket along to the next game he'll be calling, which is Australia and the Cook Islands. Uh, before a break, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. The NRL considering introducing a new preseason competition. Would you be more likely to go, more likely to watch? for points and prize money and would include, at least they'll be invited, St. Helens, who will be over here for the World Club Challenge against Penrith. I think it's a good idea. What about you? one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 You can text 0457 And also your favourite sports person of all time, favourite sports star of all time. Can you narrow it down to one or two? one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. the open line number. You can text 0457 736 On the other side, of this we'll update you on the t20 world cup and some of the other sporting headlines it is 25 minutes to six o'clock in new south wales 25 to 5 in queensland yeah, it's pouring rain in York. Six minutes left in that game between New Zealand and France in the Women's Rugby League World Cup. Still New Zealand 34, leading France nil. I think they're looking at a possible New Zealand uh, try now to extend that lead. But, uh, yeah, holds, we spoke to Vossi earlier, holds about eight eight 8,500 people that ground at York. A fair 
few people in, although it looks very, very cold and wet there in the UK uh, tonight. Australia up against the Cook Islands. Uh, that will be on in just under an hour's time. Kick off at 6.30 a.m. Sydney time, 5.30 a.m. Queensland time. So Joel Kane filling in for Vossi and Brandy will keep you across that as will Patton Hills for our Queensland listeners. And we'll let you know if that try is awarded between New Zealand and France. 0457 736 736 our text number. You can call 1300 0111 70. Just before we update you on the T20 World Cup tomorrow on uh, the show we will be talking a lot of T20 World Cup because Jack Clifton, cricket commentator will join me with Australia in action uh, tomorrow night. It's a huge Huge, huge a couple of days for Australia. Of course, they need to win. They need to beat Afghanistan. Then they have to hope results go their way as well. And they need to beat Afghanistan uh, by a big margin. So we'll talk to Jack Clifton about that tomorrow on the show. Get his thoughts on the T20 World Cup so far. And if Australia can turn things around and make it to the knockout stages of the tournament. And also on the show tomorrow, John Gallo will talk all things football, EPL, A-League. And we're down to our last two teams in our road to the World Cup, which kicks off in what less than, uh, what, about two and a half weeks now. So we will talk to him on the show tomorrow as well. And then we'll get a general World Cup football, World Cup preview from him on Tuesday's show. That try wasn't allowed, so it remains New Zealand. 34 leading France nil. Let's update you on the latest from the T20 World Cup. Time to get the latest from the T20 World Cup. Yeah, 19 to 6, 19 to 5 in Queensland. Yesterday, a couple of matches played. The first one yesterday afternoon between Zimbabwe and the Netherlands. Uh, we saw uh, the Netherlands win by five wickets with 12 balls remaining. Uh, Zimbabwe couldn't even bat out the 20 overs, 19.2 overs, all out for 117. In reply, as they say, the Netherlands getting it in 18 overs with the loss of five wickets. So well done to the Netherlands, their first win in the T20 World Cup. And the other game, it was affected by rain between India and Bangladesh at Adelaide Oval, but still India managing to win by five runs on the Duckworth-Lewis system. Uh, India off their 20 overs made six for 180. Uh, the tar- 84, sorry, six for 184. The target was revised to 151 for Bangladesh uh, of 16 overs. Uh, unfortunately for them, they could only get 145. So India winning by five runs. Uh, Virat Kohli again, another stunning inning, 64 runs in that rain-affected match. Uh, he's already the leading try scorer, uh, lead try, so leading run scorer in T20 internationals. Um, and again, uh, lift, he lifted his career total today, uh, yesterday, to 1,065 runs at an average of 88.75. It's very, very impressive. Well done to India. They continue on in the T20 World Cup, and there is two game, uh, one game just on uh, today. That'll be at 7 p.m. tonight. And it'll be a good one. Pakistan will take on South Africa. Pakistan and South Africa. That is tonight at 7 p.m. As I mentioned, tomorrow, uh, Ireland, New Zealand at 3 o'clock. And then the important game between Australia and Afghanistan. Not that the New Zealand game isn't important, but Australia and Afghanistan at 7 p.m. tomorrow uh, night. And as I say, we'll talk to Jack Clifton about that uh, tomorrow on the show. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. the open line number. You can text 0457 Six. Uh, a couple of texts here. I'm not sure where this one has come from, Jason. But anyway, here we go. Uh, Dan, I have an idea. Uh, Peter Volandis flies all the way to the UK, buys out the Super League, and all the Super League clubs are taken over by all 17 NRL clubs. Uh, I don't think that will be happening. 
Um, and I'm not entirely sure where that's come from. But look, it's an interesting idea. Uh, but no, I think the Super League, oh, look, the Super League is a good competition. It's not the standard of the NRL. But look, we've seen how well England have done in the World Cup so far, in the Men's World Cup, and they're a chance of going all the way. But no, I'm not entirely sure Peter Volandis, um is going to go over there and buy all the Super League clubs. But uh, all ideas are good ideas. Thank you, uh, Jason, for that one. Any other novel ideas? 0457-736-736. Or you can uh, call 1300-01-1170. Also asking uh, a couple of things this morning on the open line, on the text line, your favourite sports stars of all time and an NRL preseason tournament. Would you like it? Uh, I don't know how many games there would be. Maybe two, three uh, for prize money. Um, would you be more inclined to go as well? Not just watch it, but would you be more inclined to go? Uh, I used to go to the odd preseason match, but I can't remember the last time I went to one. Chookman on the text says, Hi, Dan. Steve Waugh is hard to go past as my favourite sportsman. Yeah, fantastic player. I'll forever remember his innings. What was it? I think everyone will. At the SCG 2003, I think it was, against England. His career uh, was almost, his test career was almost over. And then getting that four on the last ball of the day to bring up his century. Um, and he says yes to a footy season, preseason, definitely. Uh, yes to a footy preseason tournament. Thank you, Chook Van. Do agree. Uh, your thoughts, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Open line and text 0457 New Zealand have now brought up the 40 in that game against France. Uh, so three minutes left, and it's New Zealand 40 leading France nil in that Women's World Cup game. Uh, just back on to the Rugby League World Cup as well. We spoke uh, to Vossi about this, and no doubt uh, Joel and Brandy will talk more about it after six. But Nathan Cleary... Looks to have nailed down the halfback spot, although we're not sure in the Kangaroo side. But it will not spell the end for Daly Cherry Evans as Coach Mel Meninga prepares to use the Manly captain off the interchange bench in the quarterfinal against Lebanon. Now, Cleary spent the vast majority of the training session overnight, our time, running uh, with the first team as the Kangaroos trained without Mel Meninga, who is absent through illness. Uh, Michael Hagen and Adrian Lamb took charge. While Cleary looks to have won the halfback spot, Jack Whiten spent almost the entire session training in the centres with Valentine Holmes on the wing. In the Fords, Cam Murray was stationed on the edge with Isaiah Yoetlock and Patrick Carrigan starting in the front row. However, most uh, of the interest centred around the halfback battle, and while Cleary looks to have cemented uh, the spot, Meninga will rest Ben Hunt against uh, Lebanon on Saturday morning, uh, presenting Cherry Evans with the opportunity to play the role of the bench. So your thought on that? Thoughts on that? Looks like, as we expected, Nathan Cleary will get the halfback role, but Daly Cherry Evans will still be there um, and will be uh, playing off the bench. Ben Hunt getting a break. Uh, Sydney Roosters back rower Angus Crichton looks a certainty to fill one of the back row spots. Uh, although he conceded he couldn't rest on his laurels given the form of Liam Martin and Jeremiah Nenno in the pool games. So the Kangaroo squad, so a bit like last week, they've named a squad instead of a team. Uh, but this is the squad that has been named for that game on Saturday morning against Lebanon. Uh, Josh Adokar, Patrick Carrigan, Daly Cherry Evans likely to start on the bench. Nathan Cleary, Lindsay Collins, Ruben Cotter, Angus Crichton, uh, Tino Fasumalawi, uh, Campbell Graham, Harry Grant, Valentine Holmes, Liam Martin, Latrell Mitchell, Cameron Munster, Cameron Murray, James Desco, Captain Jake Travojevic, Jack Whiten, and Isaiah Yo. Um, Look, I'm glad. I think it's right that Nathan Cleary should be the starting halfback. But really, um, 
Oh, Daly Cherry Evans, who is a fine player, very good player, and look, has played very well in the, the two games he's played so far in this year's World Cup. Been a star for Manly for many years, for Queensland, for Australia. Um, and I know they're saying they're giving Ben Hunter rest if they do go this way with Daly Cherry Evans on the bench. But I still think, presuming they get through this match, and more than likely they will, they play New Zealand in a semi final next week. I, I don't know if you can have Daly Cherry Evans on the bench. Now, I'm sure he'll do a good job. But I still think Ben Hunt deserves a place or Harry Grant on the bench, uh, one or the other, depending which way they want to go. Um, so maybe they will still go that way, but he's still giving Daly Cherry Evans every chance to impress. Now, I mean, I'm sure he'll do well. I'm sure he'll be a uh, good player. I'm sure he'll do fine uh, in this match. But, yeah, I still think they should be going uh, with a Harry Grant-Ben Hunt combination when we get to the semifinals. But as Vossi said, we're in the quarterfinals now. You want to be playing your best team. You want to be playing the side now that you want to see playing in the final in a couple of weeks' time, don't you? Uh, one 300 or you can text 457 Just before a break as well, uh, uh, Angus Crichton, who will be part of that team on uh, Saturday morning, has lifted the lid uh, on the financial sacrifice he made to stay at the Sydney Roosters, and meaning he turned back his back on more money to concentrate on becoming a better player and person. So the Roosters last week confirmed Crichton had signed a two-year extension to stay at the club, ending months of talks about whether he was going to stay or going to go. And he said at times during the talks, it looked as though a deal couldn't be and wouldn't be done. Crichton, however, was determined to stay and did confirm he took a hit in the hip pocket to make it happen. He said, yes, I did. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. I said, I don't care what you have to do. I want to get it done. I was so clear in how much I love the place, the area and the people in it. I just have a, such a strong connection to the place and I don't want to walk away from it. It is a massive relief. Uh, yeah, so Angus cried it at the Roosters for another couple of years. Um, bit of talk around Jared Rea Hargraves as well, linked to the Catalans Club in uh, France in the Super League. We'll see what happens there. Uh, Ten seconds left in that game between New Zealand and France. It's New Zealand 46, leading France nil. We'll come back and wrap it up with a couple of your texts after this. 0457 736 736 or you can call the open line 1300 01 1170. NBL tonight, uh, 7.30, Illawarra Hawks taking on the 36ers, 9.30, the Wildcats, the Perth Wildcats up against the Tasmania. Jack Jumpers, 46-0 that match in the Women's Rugby League World Cup. It finished New Zealand over France, 46-0. On the text, Jazz says, just tuned in, what kind of pre-season tournament is it? Nines or 13 aside? No, it will be uh, 13 aside if it goes ahead. Uh, not maybe not full strength sides because it is still preseason, but no thirteen aside. Uh, that from Jazz and Junior Smithy says on the text line as well. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Morning, Dan. The preseason tournament should be like the NBA summer league with all players not in the top ten and extended squads uh, playing yet. Well, that is a possibility as well. And my favourite sports star is Steven Gerrard. Yeah, famous uh, Liverpool player. And, of course, just got uh, sacked as the coach of Aston Villa. Thank you for that, Junior Smithy. Tomorrow on the show, cricket commentator Jack Clifton will join me. Looking forward to that. And we'll preview a big weekend of football uh, with John Gallo as well. Breakfast coming up next. Joel Kane in the chair for Vossi. He'll be doing the run home after calling uh, the Australia Cook Islands game and Brandy along with Joel Kane. Listeners through Queensland, you'll get the first hour of that show before Pat and Heels take you uh, take you through the breakfast show from 6am local time. Thanks for your company today. The news follows me and then it will be breakfast with Joel and Brandy. I'll see you tomorrow morning from 5am. Have a good Thursday.
For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.